The following is a production of cprundown.com. The views and opinions expressed by the host of this podcast are those of the individual and not of any affiliated companies. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Rundown on Fun, a weekly podcast covering the Cedar Fair Entertainment Company, the amusement industry, and the business of fun. Here are your hosts, Karsten Anderson, Evan Schultz, and Kyle Hu. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Rundown on Fun, a weekly podcast where we cover Cedar Fair, Cedar Point, and everything to do with fun. And we're back this week for a couple reviews and a singular news story. And that's about it. I mean, we do have a lot, a lot of reviews. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of corny reviews. Oh, a lot of tasty. Hey, ah, there it is. <laughs> is that is that a little uh is that a little tease for next season, Kyle? It might be. Ooh. <laughs> we're love we're it. upgrading here. We're getting really technologically advanced. Yeah, <laughs> the podcast suite's getting a few upgrades. It so. is. <laughs> <laughs> and a little behind the scenes, this is our second time taking this because that didn't go as planned the first time. No. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. It's fine. 34 it's episodes, right. though, and that's the only time I've ever messed up that bad. Hey, you know what? Evan and, and I have no evidence up. of it to the, to the listeners, so it's all yeah. good. Yeah. For sure. and it took me like 20 episodes to get a quality <laughs> microphone. So. It always well, takes me good. every episode to figure out my microphone situation. So it's all, it's all <laughs> Hey, good. you're on a two-week streak, buddy. Yeah, but uh, next week is going to be our brand new like season, if everything goes correctly. like This is the last episode in the season. I'm, I'm excited and yeah. sad and everything above. Well, yeah, we started this almost a year ago. Our first episode was on June 10th of 2022. So if all goes to plan... Our next episode will be on the 8th, which is pretty dang close. So we'll just categorize that as the start of season two. Well, we'll have to do a mini celebration or something. That'd yeah, be pretty cool. I'll make sure I go out to Costco and I've got a week to mail you guys a cake. So, <laughs> yeah, All right. I should be able to categorize it in within podcasts so that season one and two are actually separated. But I haven't looked too far into that yet. Oh, that'll be cool. Nice. Cool. Well, Evan, you want to jump in uh, some food? Well, yeah, since I'm the food guy. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so basically, uh, as mentioned last week, this past weekend, on our well, as mentioned on our last episode, this past weekend, we got to partake in Frontier Festival, which for those who don't know, it's a yearly festival that Cedar Point puts on in Frontier Town, which is full of different foods to try, different beers to try, um, arts and crafts and shows and games for the little kids, um, whole, whole lot of, um, shopping. They bring in outside vendors to sell little knickknacky things. And, um, the park par- partners up with prayers for Maria, a, uh, organization bringing awareness to childhood cancer and hopefully an end to childhood cancer. Um, so it's a really great event. Uh, works like a, um, or every single year they, they, do a different theme um this year it was corn the last couple of years they did cherry so it was nice to kind of get a little switch it so we kind of we talked nice. yes so we talked through the menu last week um so we talked about what we were excited about and this past saturday karsten you and i got to try all of the food um and can i just say disclaimer, i was extremely full after all of the samples that we yeah. were able to partake <laughs> So we both got a 10, 10 taste card um, mm-hmm. and each, each food is one ticket. 
And they, uh, they, they, they give you plenty of food, I think, for that one ticket. I would say so. I mean, if you were wanting, you know, to get a drink or something or whatever, and if you were just wanting to do all drinks and stuff and their specialty drinks or beers or whatever, I mean, that's a pr- – you. I think you said last week on the episode it was like 80 ounces of, of beer yeah. that you so can e- consume. So each beer sample was 8 ounces. So quick math, <laughs> 8 times 10 is 80 ounces for $60. That's a, that's that's, a lot of – that's a lot of beer. Yeah, that's, that's a heck of a lot more than what you would be getting if you just bought beer in the park. So and that's I, cool. I will say real quick too, um, you know, the the tasting cards that sixty dollars or whatever that is might seem pretty steep, but um, in previous years, food and alcohol were all multiple tickets. So you you just said all the food was one ticket. Was the alcohol one mm-hmm. ticket? Yep. So I remember in previous years when it was like brew and barbecue and the first couple of years of Frontier mm-hmm. Festival, the food would be like two tickets and the yeah. alcohol would be yeah. like three. Um, so, yeah, the price went up, but the value portion there, I think, is pretty good. Uh, so I just yeah, wanted absolutely. to say that right at absolutely. the top of the show, that even though the ticket bundles are more expensive than in years past, you, you get more out of it than you did in years past. I, th- I think you could easily – well, maybe – if you're not that hungry, you could feed like a family of four for that $60 tasting card. And Oh, I mean, it breaks, a nice little quick lunch or something. That's exactly what my parents did. They went up with the two of them and my grandma and my brother, and they got a, a 10 sample ticket and they ate all day. And, and none of them were extremely hungry and they were all super happy. Yeah, yeah. it's definitely a good size. And if you break it down, if you didn't want to get 80 ounces of alcohol, <laughs> of beer, <laughs> uh, you can do like if. You know, if you did, used all your tickets for food, it's six dollars a piece for a good, healthy sized uh, snack size meal. So, I think it's uh, I think it's win. Also, I think what other another thing which is really a win is they don't have those little tickets anymore that you have to like try to cut off or rip or whatever. They have a QR code on each um, individual lanyard, and they pretty much just scan your QR code at the register. And then if you ask someone that's scanning like your QR code or whatever, you could ask how many tickets you have left. So I think that's obviously we're like saving the planet. Yay. Um, but I used to misplace a lot of those. Like I'd rip off a few of those and then I'd like wash my, you know, my shorts or whatever or something. And then they'd go through the wash and then they'd be. No well, more, so. that's actually a pretty good idea, too, because um, in 2021, when I was a seasonal intern at the park, you know, I, I worked in the marketing department. But staffing was a challenge at the beginning of the season. And I, I did pull a couple shifts as a food service at Frontier Festival. And yeah. those tickets were very, very, very hard to rip off to the point where people would not be able yeah. to rip them off. And we'd have to get scissors and cut them off. Yeah, they were <laughs> they were pretty. It was The hard stock was pretty thick and pretty intense. So yeah. <laughs> it was a welcome change, at least for me. And also worth mentioning that the day of purchase, you don't have to use all of your tickets. So if you're a season pass holder like us, you can get the the ten taste ticket and just use like I don't a few here, of them a few per there. visit between now and the eighteenth of June, yep. and have a nice little snack or even a light meal every single time you're there between now and then. Yeah, that, yeah. that's what I would always do because I never bought the season meal plan. Um, so what I would do is I would when they would go on sale for pass holders, they were always a little bit cheaper. I'd buy like three lanyards and just use them for the duration of the festival. I'd take one yeah. with me every time, get a couple samples, get a couple drinks, and then that'd be it and bring them back the next day. Yeah. So that's really awesome that they do that and they don't force you to eat it all in one trip. 
So I think without further ado, should we just jump right into? Let's do it. Yeah, let's hear it. Should we? Should we do entree? Do it kind of in the order that we ate them, Karsten? Yeah, let's do that. And I okay. mean, we don't have to go into crazy. I know that currently, um, Evan, you've got a blog that will be out very, very shortly that goes crazy in depth of what we got to eat and yeah. have like our ratings and stuff. I think we can maybe like summarize it and then maybe give us a rating and say what we, you know, some maybe something about what we liked and whatever. So, yeah, um, yeah. So quick little. Yeah, obviously, we don't we don't want to spend an hour <laughs> on this topic, but yeah. Um, yeah, if you want all the details, there's going to be a blog up on the CP Rundown site tomorrow or, or Friday if you want to read it. Okay. all about it. Yeah. Ding. <laughs> My own personal ding. Yeah, right. Hold on. I got you. <laughs> oh, there, there it is. is. Hey. <laughs> all right. So first thing we tried, because this is the thing that I undoubtedly was the most excited for, was the corn on the cob with um, various butters. <laughs> yes. Um, and as we found out, at the event, the various butters are herb butter, chipotle butter, and garlic butter. You can either choose one and they'll dump it on your corn on the cob for you, or you could choose all three and get them in cups on the side. Um, now, for me, I just got the chipotle one to start, but later on, uh, on Sunday, when I was there with my mom, we got all three of them <laughs> to try. Mm -hmm. But chipotle was my favorite. The corn was really, really good. It's just a standard corn on the cob with some little bit of spicy, spicy butter on it. And it was some of the best corn on the cob I've ever had, if not the best. Yeah, I, th I was I think the the corn on the cob, like the I would assume it's like sweet corn because it, you know, it was the, very sweet, Um, was really good. Like it was a big it wasn't small and everything, you know, so it was it was a big it was healthy. Corn. It wasn't like rotting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it tasted like it had like a maybe like a smoky kind of taste to it to the, to the corn a little bit but yeah that that oh my gosh it is supposedly smoked corn on the cob that chipotle butter let yeah, me just say butter is fire. So good. fire fire it without being gross it took every ounce in me to not just drink it <laughs> <laughs> that's only partially a joke well good thing there's um a first aid nearby in case yeah you know. for when I have my heart attack eventually here. Oh, if I can get some uh, of that Chipotle butter and put it on like some movie theater butter or ooh, movie theater popcorn. Movie theater popcorn. Ooh. Oh my God. Yeah. It was Man. so, yeah. Joking aside, <laughs> it was really, really good. Didn't have, yes. it wasn't super spicy, but it had a little bit of a kick. So yeah. it was really good. It had a lot of good flavor. And um, I did try the garlic butter and the herb butter. Both are very good, but I don't know. Make your own opinions, but. Chipotle butter is where it's at for me. Mm -hmm. Agreed. So moving on from there, we tried the, and I think this was the winner for both of us, even though we like the corn so much, the corn on the cob, it's all corn. Um, the chorizo <laughs> jalapeno flatbreads. So this was like, I think we decided just like non bread or something basically um, with cheese. Don't know what type of cheese it was. Um, chorizo sausage corn obviously that was roasted some roasted jalapenos and some sort of like sweet and spicy like and then we decided like asian zing sauce but it had like kind of a sweet barbecue taste to it basically yeah i would agree and um yeah this was just it was absolutely phenomenal it was it was it was pretty spicy it was really hot came out of the oven nice and fresh mm -hmm. and I, I i remember saying that 
the this flatbread mixed and then the corn on the cob would be an awesome thing to add to the meal plan at one of the locations in the park because I would get it very often. It was so, so, so good. Even if they had it, I think year round, I think I'd actually pay a premium price. Like I'd pay like maybe 10 or 15 bucks, even if they put it up in the Grand Pavilion or something and have that as another option for their flatbreads yeah. up there, I would, I'd pay for it. It, it was very, very good. And, I, and to your point, I feel like a lot of times these, these food festivals are like a, like a trial run for some foods they're thinking about rolling out into the park. Mm-hmm. I think um, when they did the fire and ice food festival, God, that was probably like 2017. Yeah. Um, where wild mouse is now. <laughs> right. Um, I, I believe the shrimp from that made it into the park the following year. Mm. So anyway, so if you really like some of this stuff, keep buying it because they'll take note and, yeah, roll it into the park and email the email the park. Definitely, like you know, contact the park and let Folks them know about it. Everything if you really like something. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, uh, getting the two best ones I feel like out of the way early was the corn, the cob, and the trees, a jalapeno, flatbread. Those were absolutely the two winners for us too, I believe. Oh yeah, I, I don't want to speak for you, Karsten, but no, that's. I mean, yeah, I mean for savory, that's that's where I was it at. It was so so, so good. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of flavor, a lot of layers of flavor. Yes. And not to be outdone, at least for me, I know you weren't quite as high on these as I was, but the corn fritters. So basically these were little cornbread balls, but kind of like a hush puppy. I, yeah. I don't, I ish. I wouldn't say cornbread because they didn't really taste like cornbread. Um, definitely prepared differently and fried, I believe. And they drizzle it with sour cream and, um chives i i i wouldn't this isn't the like official way of explaining it but i would say like the corn version of a baked potato (laughs) that was like the best way i could describe it but it was i got i got this on saturday and, and thought it was pretty good and got it again on sunday and decided that this was also one of my favorites and if it's not even with the corn on the cob and the flatbread, it's it's just behind it. I really, really liked this. I thought it was good. I mean, I thought it was I thought it was good, but it wasn't like, you know, a home run for me. So I mean it was something to like, oh hey, there's something over there to try. And I mean, I wasn't let down by it. I'm just yeah. I guess I'm not a, oh, a big I, uh, fritter kind of fan, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> for me, it was the the sour cream topping really did a lot for me. Mm. But and I think and I mentioned this in our little review video of the corn ice cream, which we'll get to later. But I think the, a lot of the another point of these events is to um, try weird things that aren't normal food items. And you're not, you're not going to like everything that's that's being right. offered because some of it is intentionally kind of weird and stupid. Yeah. Um, and a lot of it, too, is also up to the, the, the person's tastes. Like, I'm not a big, like, cheese person, and I'm not a big sweet tooth person. So a lot of the desserty stuff didn't really like a whole lot, whereas others, I feel like, probably were doing backflips over it because it was really good. That's very um, true, yeah. So with that in mind, what I said about the cheese, the elote, did, did I get the pronunciation right this time? I think Kyle's are. Yeah, you did. Yay, Okay. <laughs> Um, sweet corn quesadilla. I feel like a lot of people probably really liked this, but I just don't really like elote cheese. And even though I, I like it on like Mexican street corn, I don't know. It wasn't it wasn't doing a whole lot for me. But I don't know. That's like one of those things where don't take my word for it because I just don't really like quesadillas in the first place. I love Carson, quesadillas. What did you 
Yeah. And you really liked this, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. If this you love quesadillas, this is definitely a quesadilla you guys need to try for sure. So there, there's the speaking to my point about this is really up to your own personal taste. So don't just take right. our word for it on a lot of this stuff. And e- feel free to email us on the Facebook page and say, and tell hey, us that we're stupid and have no, no taste. Or that, or just let us know what your guys' favorites are. You know, be like, yeah. hey, I was able to try that, you know, the quesadilla yeah. and thought it was amazing or, you know. Yeah. And or, I think a lot of times during these events, they're almost a month long. So a lot of times things change for the for good or bad by the end of the event. So right. just because you really hated something in the beginning, you might really like it by the end. Just because yeah, they, might, they might change the style or whatever. Um. I don't remember specifically what items, but I remember that happening a few t- in few different items in the previous iterations of this event. So, anyways, so quesadilla, big home run from Karsten, a cheese yep. fan. So, there's your really real official review of it. Because <laughs> um, my my word really just does not count here. Um, so next up was the jalapeno creamed corn empanadas, which before I even get into how they tasted. The portion size on these, they gave us two empanadas for one ticket. And they were, not that Taco Bell tacos are huge, but for one ticket, you get two like Taco Bell taco-sized empanadas. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, that's pretty awesome. So they're really not skimping out here. And they, I don't know. They taste, they, they were all right. They weren't like crazy good, but the salsa they put on top of them was really, really good. Yes. And um, they just kind of had... Corn and jalapenos on the inside. I think the so toppings. Really go wrong. I think the toppings definitely made that a lot better than what we initially thought it would was going to taste like. So, yeah, it was the the empanada on its own was like, eh, it's all right, but the salsa really drove it home. Yeah, I thought. I agree. Uh, next up, we have the Red Bliss potato pierogies, which for me, when I saw these on the menu originally, I'm like, all right, how? What does this have to do with corn? Um, so what they did to make it have to do with corn is they had like kind of a corn salsa. I get, I, I wouldn't say salsa cause it didn't have a salsa type flavor, like but like a, a roasted corn topping that they drizzled some sour cream on to go with the pierogies and the pierogies. And I only know this cause I saw them wheel a uh, cart of the pierogies out from the backstage areas. They're from a local place called Ohio city pasta. Oh, and they okay. actually um, grilled the pierogies right in front of us at the park um, next to the quesadillas and um, then served them with their own, the park's own corn topping thing. So the pierogies were super good. They, they actually used like red skin potatoes on the inside, which I don't think I've ever really seen. Yeah. And that's coming have, from somebody who eats pierogies religiously. Yeah. Oh <laughs> um, yeah. Well, yeah. So the pierogies were pretty good. I, I'm a huge fan of sour cream with pierogies and that wasn't offered. So that's kind of a shame, but yeah, they were good, and the corn topping, and eh, I think it was kind of a reach for the pierogies, but it was good on its yeah, own. I mean, and yeah, you, I don't have a problem I, with I'm it. I'm a pierogi fan, so I, yeah. So anytime I'm eating pierogies in a park, I'm happy. Yeah, yeah, so. for sure. And then I think this is the last, um, like real quote unquote food, and probably the most disappointing for me was the walking tacos with. They're supposed to be served with Fritos, but on Saturday they were serving them with Doritos and they just kind of used the like some of the Miss Keats toppings because they were it was being served inside of Miss Keats. And I don't know, it it tasted good, but it wasn't unique. 
because it was basically stuff you can get at Miss Keats anyways at any point in the year. Right. So I don't know. That seemed like maybe there was some miscommunication going on there on what that was really supposed to be. But yeah, I mean, I know that the steak and the chicken at Miss Keats tastes pretty good. Yeah. I know that now. So yeah, yeah. that, that told me that. Yeah. So you'll be able on that blog, you'll be able to see the pictures that everything that we're talking about and can kind of, you know, paste piece together, piece together everything. Yeah. So, eh, I, I, I feel like I would have liked it better with Fritos because that's how it was supposed to be served. And those are well, very corn, corn based. In, you know. <laughs> Doritos are made with corn, too, I believe. But I think so. But I think Fritos um, taste more corn. Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> they make they taste more corny. Yeah, I was going to say that. but <laughs> <laughs> You were going to say it, and I did say it. Yeah. You're the foodie. I figured I'd let you do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think Kyle's over there uh, just drooling by listening to all this food option yeah kyle i hope you ate dinner before recording i did and uh my parents did try a good deal of this as well so i'm trying to i'm reading through text trying to remember uh what they said and look at pictures that they sent as well is there really opinion is there opinions matching up with evan and i uh so far except for the walking taco my mom really liked that Mm. so when were they there uh Sunday. They were there Sunday. Okay, so maybe they got a different iteration of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's when I'd almost want to go back and try again. It almost felt like, not to knock Cedar Point, but it almost felt like the staff was kind of like confused on that. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, it seemed like they were like, okay, we work at Miss Keats, but now there's this festival thing, and yeah. I yeah. don't know what they we tried. So for give. reference, <laughs> um, my my parents tried the quesadilla, the pierogies. The corn fritters and mm-hmm. the walking taco, and also the um, I can't tell what it looks like, but it looks like some kind of like cheesecake or something. It's got whipped cream. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get there. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and then they had they had some drinks as well. Um, my mom got that Rambler drink that's in a boot, and mm-hmm. then my dad tried some of the uh, local craft brews. Cool. Cool. And I have um so. Do we, before the dessert, I guess I'll take a little uh, detour here and talk about those specialty drinks because so during uh, what was it called last year? Not not Frontier Fest, the other Wild oh, Frontier, Frontier Nights. Nights. Um, they get they gave specialty drinks in some sort of like mason jar, like cutesy cup. Well, this year they for Frontier Fest, the specialty drinks are given in boots, little plastic boots, and yep. they have five different ones this year, and I. Uh, kept track of them. So they have the rough and rowdy, which is like, a they said a maple whiskey lemonade, hmm. the rambler, which was peach blackberry lemonade made with various liquors. That's the one that my mom got was the rambler. Did she like it? She did. Okay. They have the white lightning, which is a watermelon jalapeno margarita, the apple butter tea, which was a caramel apple spiked Arnold Palmer. And a the lusty lil, which was a um, crown apple mixed with cranberry juice. So take that information and do what you will with it. But so they they have a lot of specialty drinks this year, a lot on top of dozens and dozens and dozens of different beers, both local breweries and stuff that you're used to seeing every day. So so and now a on lot the dessert. Of, I was just saying, just really quick. Um, you said that you were able to try. What was the one that and the crazy flavors that they had that you've never seen before? That was um, 
Oh, Angry Orchard. Yeah, like they had like a tropical Angry Orchard, which I've never ever yeah, seen so or heard. I, I, yeah, I guess so. It seems like even with the brands that you're used to seeing, they had a lot of flavors that probably aren't at your local Giant Eagle or whatever grocery store you go to. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of cool. So I wonder if I wonder if it's like region based, possibly maybe, and then they're deciding to like, hey, you know, we we sell that maybe in I don't know, in California or Atlanta <laughs> or something. And, you know, of, they bring in that specialty yeah. flavor and stuff. So it was cool. Out it was cool. So don't roll your eyes at at brands that maybe you don't yeah. usually pay attention to. Does yeah. any, I guess what we're getting at there. Does anybody know off the top of their head if they brought back the pineapple cider this year? I didn't see anything like that, and I okay. think there's a beer menu online, but. Angry Orchard's tropical cider or whatever sounded like it was basically pineapple. Anybody wants to see the full drink menu, Kyle, you included, mm-hmm. uh, you can go to um, the special events page on Cedar Point's website, click on F- Frontier Festival, and then click on the thing that's on their page and then it'll actually open up a pdf of everything that you can do there and then if you scroll all the way down that says view more of like a tasting guide for like drinks and stuff like the alcohol and everything and then everything's pretty much listed there <laughs> I used so you to, click a link to the link to the link to the link yeah i used to cause some trouble after yeah. drinking a couple so. too many of those pineapple ciders at frontier fest let me tell you oh my god <laughs> i had to I took a picture of the bottle and like tried to track it down and they legit the only place I could find it that sold it in Ohio was Jungle Gyms. So I drove all the way to Jungle Gyms to pick up like a case of it. And did it taste <laughs> the same? It did. It was exactly the same. And then I went to Kings Island after. So it was a win win. Well, there nice. you go. It had some blue <laughs> ice cream. Anyway, we're getting back off topic. <laughs> well, speaking of blue ice cream, hey. let's talk about. <laughs> Let's talk about corn ice cream. Oh, that, and that Preston, I'm just going to let you go go with this. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you can... Yeah, I mean, yeah, so we got to try a crazy, crazy, like uh, a concoction, I guess you could say, that Cedar, the... Cedar Point <laughs> decided, decided to do. Kyle's having too much fun over there. I'm sorry. It um, auto played to a different the... video. So we're done with things for this episode. No more. So we, <laughs> so we, so we had uh, corn ice cream, and if you want to see our full review, Evan and I did. Uh, uh, we were going to go live and show our reactions, but unfortunately, the park—I mean, fortunately—the park was busy that day. But um, our really service wasn't busy. wasn't wasn't the greatest, so we didn't we didn't think the quality was going to hold up. So we just decided to shoot like it was literally a one take video. You know, it was our honest opinion. And Evan thought it was really, really interesting. No, no, no. That's not the word I used. <laughs> weird. The word. Look, here, here. New drinking game. Every time I say the word weird in that two-minute video, take a shot. As long as you're 21 <laughs> and older, please. Yes. <laughs> Drink And I guarantee even the hardiest of drinkers will be drunk by the end of this video. Uh, because yeah, that's all yeah. I could say about this ice cream. Because it's, it, it's true. It, it was truly it, it just was, weird. Yes, but in a good way. It was weird, but in a good way. Like, it tasted really good. It was sweet. I think there was vanilla ice cream. Like, I'm not 100% sure, but it yeah, tasted I, I, like it. So, in the video, I was like, no, that's not vanilla ice cream. But the more I ate it, I think it really it was, was vanilla ice cream. But and, it's like, you have But it has a weird corn sweetness to it and literal just full pieces of corn in your ice cream yeah. which was which is hence the weird comment. Well, I I think what weird was weird for me, I and I maybe not for you but like 
like you open up the ice and you and you you know you know what ice cream kind of like this is a texture it's kind of like hard and then it melts in your mouth and it's it's got that consistency but then when you take the ice cream with the popcorn kernels the kettle corn or caramel yes. corn it I, literally so quick, just like quick aside it was served with um caramel corn and i believe butterscotch topping on top the it literally dis, it just disintegrates in your mouth yeah, and you're like you have this giant airy. scoop full of everything, and it's very airy. And you're like, "Oh, where where did all that whole entire?" And then you get to the and ice then, cream, and then you're, you're just like, chewing hey. on a piece of corn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, it was good. It was like it was different. It was very, very different. Yeah, but I like. I don't know. Like, I didn't hate it. Like, it was. Again, I said that this is the, events like this are to try some weird, stupid things. And yeah. somebody really said, "Let's throw some corn and ice cream," and they did, and it wasn't bad. And yeah, that they is were not like something looking, I ever would pay for. So yeah, they got me. <laughs> yep. yep. Uh, I would probably see that at like a festival and say, whatever. Oh, that's you're crazy. If I saw that at like, if I went to my local like Mitchell's ice cream or Ben and Jerry's or what have you, or Graders yeah. or whatever, and I saw corn ice cream, I would think it's a joke. <laughs> right. You'd be like, wait, is I, when I first thought with the corn ice cream, I thought literally the ice cream is going to be infused, like actually ice cream with actual infused with corn like uh, but pulverized corn within it but, but no it was pretty much just vanilla ice cream with corn pieces. yeah i mean it was good though not not to knock yeah it, so, so corn has a nice a natural sweet flavor so i guess in a way that kind of works mm -hmm. and although this isn't going in order of us trying it i'm going to jump ahead to the the corn um the sweet corn cheesecakes square because this was kind of the same deal where this was a typical square of cheesecake with some whipped cream on it and i think caramel or butterscotch like um Kyle said, but then there was you're eating your cheesecake, and then there's just a piece of corn in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and again, weird, weird, good, but weird, good, good, but weird. But yeah, I, yeah. I don't know if if they're gonna start doing like this kind of weird, crazy stuff. I'm on. I'm 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 all for it. Like I'll try something different. Like <laughs> I'm all for it because this is stuff that I would never try. Like a deep fry, like. For. Like a deep, but I would just say like it. a deep fried like Reese cup or like Oreo or see that's whatever. It's kind of like I don't compared know. Compared to corn Am ice cream, like that it? ain't weird. Yeah, but it. I mean, it it's kind of weird, you know, deep deep fried Twinkie, and you're like, huh? And then you try it, and you're like, whoa, that's actually good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's kind of that was check the, it out. Yeah, I. I don't know. I feel like everybody has to try the corn ice cream at least. Yeah, it, yeah. it was something. It's almost like when I was a kid and I saw like the little ice cream bar that they, what was it, uh, ice cream or that they had in space or something and you can buy it like Dick's Sporting Goods or something and it's like freeze-dried ice cream or something. The astronaut okay. ice cream. That's it, yeah. And you're like, hmm, you're like, interesting. Well, maybe I'll bring you a thing for uh, just hanging out in the Cedar Point parking lot and you can, <laughs> we can try that together. I, uh... I'm good. Thanks, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. You're not a sweet, a sweet person. Yeah. Or, uh, or, uh, Again, I'm just going to reiterate sweet tooth. Yeah. Not me. So I'm kind of bleh on a lot of this. Give stuff. Evan steak and potatoes or steak yes, and corn steak and corn. <laughs> Being and corny today. To Anything else is maybe hit or miss with the uh, sweet. Stuff, yeah. So um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so moving on, um, some things that are very. We were we did weird and different 
now some of the more like standard things you could get all the time that they had to sample was um caramel corn which was also served on the ice cream but you could get it as a taste my it was, parents it was got good that caramel too, corn. now that i'm thinking about it what was that my parents got the kettle corn as well not on the ice cream but out of like the actual kettle oh yeah i mean oh, oh, so there was kettle corn and there was also caramel corn that you can get oh my bad um those those words and, are interchangeable to me i don't i don't know the yeah. difference so the kettle corn was very much the same stuff that they served during hollow weekends um Smells really I didn't good. Any difference? Yeah, tastes pretty good. It's all the same mm-hmm. stuff. But the thing with the kettle corn is, they for one ticket, they give you a giant bag of it. Yeah, like a whole big. family can eat out of this bag and be happy with it. Mm-hmm. So, just that's something a little, I guess, kind of way to, I don't know, break the system. I guess is you really want a ton of food, go get the kettle corn, and you could take it home with you, and it's only going to cost you one ticket. So that was cool. That's that's the best the best thing to say about the kettle corn. So then the other thing was the popcorn slab, which <laughs> I don't know. I didn't really like. It was it's it seemed like it was caramel corn, cheddar cheese popcorn, and just regular old popcorn, kind of with something. Maybe it was just the caramel from the little bit of caramel corn in there that just kind of helped it all melt together. And this was just over the top sweet for me. But again, I'm not a sweet tooth. So, I, Karsten, w- somebody with a m- more normal taste palate, what do you what do you have to say about it? I I mean, it was good. It was again, it was like different. You know, I I don't know if it was like it almost it felt was, like you know, like at Christmas when you get the giant like tin of popcorn that's got the cor- caramel, caramel corn, regular popcorn, and the cheese corn. Yep. And it kind of just felt melted like it all together. It melted it all together and kind of made a bar out of it. I thought it was really good, it but was, it was really, really sweet. Yeah. It was the popcorn version of a Rice Krispie treat. It was it's, that yeah. style of. Yeah. But it was, it was good, you know, <laughs> you it, know, for, it for, is what, what it is. for what it is. So. <laughs> and then rounding it out and to not sound like a Debbie Downer, the funnel cake fries with caramel corn drizzle. The funnel cake fries that they serve in the park anyways are already too sweet for me <laughs> so throw the <laughs> so to throw that caramel corn drizzle on it that was like i think i ate like four of these fries and called it a day yeah. it was also the last thing we ate i believe so we were extremely i was pretty well tapped out at this point yeah. but again for one ticket they gave us i i almost thought it was a mistake they gave us a like dinner plate full of these things. yeah yeah i was like so okay cool, you really like like them. a a little thing, a little fry thing, and we ended up getting like a big tub of right. Bunch of... <laughs> like normally, the funnel cake funnel fry cake um, serving size at Cedar Point is like if you went to McDonald's and asked for a small fry. And, and this, and I think I've and had, that been I've fine. had those, and I think that's a perfect size. Uh, yeah, that's fine, especially for how sugary these are. Yeah, but it's <laughs> this looked like you like ordered like loaded French fries for like a a meal at like a sporting event. Yeah. And hey, like you know, doubled it. if you're if you're if you're want you know if you're wanting big food portion sizes, you know we're listing kettle the things, corn you know. and the funnel cake fries because yep. good lord, and the so, empanadas. Yeah. So, <laughs> of course, now that we're saying that, they're going to change it next week. <laughs> right. Like, oh God, we weren't supposed to give away that much. Right. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, that's all the food. Um, obviously, <laughs> kind of started with the best and ended with the worst, at least in my opinion. But all in all, it's a fantastic event. 
I highly recommend spending the 60 bucks to get the 10 taste card or 40 bucks to get a six taste card. And I saw even people with three taste cards. I don't, those aren't advertised anywhere. So I don't really know how much they are. Interesting. And you could buy them online. You could buy them at the event. And again, you could buy it today, use it at the park on, you know, tomorrow and only use five of your tickets and save five for the rest of your visits. So it's a really fun event. It really brings Frontier Town to life. I don't I don't ever see Frontier Town as we should also as it is say this that, event. We should also say that I mean Frontier Town is is open too. It's not like you have to have a ticket to walk around and yeah, yeah. look at all this stuff and everything. So if you want to just meander and look at everything, like you can do do that as you please. Yeah. So and if um I know a lot of people are probably looking to shop specifically all those shops are located kind of by the town hall in front of um the town hall bathrooms and skyhawk mm-hmm. and like near Sear creek mine rides exit and um, there's a lot of great local vendors of various kind of artsy craftsy type things there and you can get an official yeah. uh, t-shirt too you know yeah support the cause yes um i believe for the t-shirt bundles proceeds go to prayers for maria or and they, no, no no i'm sorry they have chocolate bars from Mally's. That are a specific I mean, flavor that all those proceeds go to prayers for Maria. So that's good. Get out there, try all the corny stuff, try play all some the, drinks, of the games, you know? play some of the games. Yeah. Even if you're not a little kid, um, I beat Evan in every one of my games. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did. I was hot and tired and crabby. And yeah, corny. you were like, I'm tired of all this sweet stuff. I want to go uh, ride. Rides. Yeah, that was like in the middle of all their desserts. <laughs> and I'm just like, dude, I need water and like 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Sure. But uh, I was going to say, speaking of, of times for for Frontier Fest, it was a is a win win. It was definitely a win. Uh, I think it's a lot better than last year with. I'm glad they cranberry. switched it up. I'm, I'm yeah. cherry or cherry Ooh, sorry, cranberry. Yeah. That's something. Hey, oh. Cedar Point, we got an idea for next year. No, <laughs> cranberry <let's>, stuff. <laughs> I have a feeling they're probably going to do corn probably with for the next few years or so. And I'm okay with that. But hey, if if they're going to well, have cranberry. They did cherry. They did cherry for two years. Yeah. So let's do corn for two years. And now let's talk cranberry. Or potatoes. I like that idea. Ooh. They could do a lot with potatoes. Yeah. I feel like it would get kind of dry and boring eventually, though. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. Anyways, that, that, getting uh, ahead of ourselves. I, Kyle, I'm on board have, the cranberry train, though. Do you uh, do you have anything to add before we close this out? <clears throat> Not really. No. I, from what you guys have told me and uh, what my parents have told me, it sounds like it's as good as ever this year. So, a little bummed I won't make it back, but hey, maybe next year. Hopefully, they stick with the same theme. Cool. For sure. So, if you don't want to eat food, there's something very. Very, very big, popular, well-known event coming up this week. Kyle, you want to tell us? Yeah, you know, if you did buy those tasting cards and you didn't use all of them, go ahead and bring them with you when you're in town for Coaster Mania, which is this Friday, right? Friday, am I riding on that? Yep, yep, yeah. yep, yep. That's what I thought. <laughs> always, It's always the first Friday in June. Um, but yeah, Cedar Point's their in-house coaster event, Coaster Mania, is happening this weekend. And you two will both be on site, right? Yep. Correct. Awesome. We actually be. getting in. We're actually recording this a day early because I'm getting into Sandusky the night before because the event starts very early in the morning. <laughs> it does. And yeah. actually, 
So they posted an itinerary, but Tony actually updated that itinerary to today to say that Millennium Force opens at 7.30 for us. <laughs> Ooh. 7.30 a.m. So we'll be riding lot. So who needs coffee, right? That's your adrenaline rush. That's that's your yeah. caffeine, right? <laughs> I don't know. I still needed coffee at Coaster Stock. I don't know about anybody else. But were you riding Millennium at 7.30 in the morning? Uh, no, you were riding Diamondback. Yeah. <laughs> I was riding Diamondback in Mystic Timbers. I yeah. thought he was eating donuts. Mystic will do it. I thought that was. <laughs> I might have. Yeah. I might have had a donut. You know, if you the he official. Was, he was riding, you know, Mystic Timbers. If you eating watch, a donut and drinking coffee at the same time. If you watch Just the kidding. official yeah. Kings Island uh, coaster stock video from this year, you might see me sneaking a donut. There you go. <laughs> there you go. They're uh, good donuts. So, Kyle, real quick, uh, if if our listeners don't know what Coaster Mania is, you want to tell them what it what it's all about. Yeah, so Coaster Mania is Cedar Point's very own Coaster Enthusiast event. Uh, it used to be that you had to be an active member of a Coaster Club, but I think in the last couple of years they've dropped that requirement, right? Yes. Correct. Last yeah. year, I believe, was the first year, yes. Yeah, so uh, if you're a Coaster Enthusiast or a Ride Nut or you just want to have an awesome day at Cedar Point, uh, you can't buy it this year because they're sold out, but you could buy an event ticket for... Roughly fifty dollars, I think. Yeah, I was somewhere say 40, around forty, forty-five, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you get a lot of cool perks. So first of all, the rides open very, very early in the morning for you, and you get exclusive ride time. Um, there's always fun stuff to do during the day. There's the cruise, right? Are they bringing that back this mm-hmm. year? Yep. Mm-hmm. So the cruise. Um, there's like photo and video contests. You get a little swag pack, so you get like. Uh, you don't get a T-shirt this year, right? You get a custom made-to-thrill poster? Yeah, this year they swapped out the T-shirt for a commemorative made-to-thrill event poster. Yeah, I think I made a deal with Justin that I'm going to get his, so we'll see. Until he until he <laughs> loves it so much that he's like, I know, keeping that's, it. You know what? If he decides to keep it, because I know he's going to listen, because he always listens. If he decides to keep it, no hard feelings. But if he doesn't want it, I'll gladly take it off his hands. It'll be um, a little hard feeling. No, yeah. Don't don't lie. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you already um, got a spot picked out on the wall. Oh, I do. <laughs> But yeah, um, and a frame. You get so you, I mean you you get a lot of fun little stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they always feed you a meal. You get a Q and A with uh, park officials. Mm-hmm. Um, evening ride time. The park is open very very late. It's just all around a very long and fun and exhausting day. But uh, yeah, it, it's exhausting it, in a good way. Yeah, it's one of the yeah. best days of the the summer at Cedar Point. Honestly, is Coaster Mania. Yeah, if if Memorial Day isn't the kickoff for summer, Coaster Mania is. For me, yeah, at least, for sure. It's like start at seven in the morning, and you don't get done until like midnight. And you're like, yeah. So <laughs> check in begins at seven a.m. this year, and it runs till ten a.m. So if you are going, you have to check in by ten a.m. or you will not be able to participate. Um, and it runs until midnight. So sounds like my potentially if you're the first one to check in and you're the last one out, that is a what fifteen hour day at Cedar Point. I will not be doing that. That's I'm, a lot of walking. I'm going to be there probably till till the end of it, but I'm not going to be there at 7 a.m., I'll tell you that much. You'll be there at 7.30. <laughs> <30. laughs> yeah. We'll see. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm excited. I, I missed last year's. Um, and this year they added a Millennium Force special access photo op. It says the yeah. Millennium Force infield and drop area. Um, I was kind of scoping that out last weekend while riding the train. Not really sure where they're going to bring us, but we'll see. Because <laughs> I was thinking maybe I, I would assume the park's going to be open, so I was actually thinking they might take us in where the haunted house slaughterhouse is, and maybe put us over there. 
possibly just kind of corral us over there maybe yeah we'll see um maybe not. But it'll be fun it'll be cool yeah. um yeah really excited like i said i missed last year so it's gonna be nice to get back to this one and yeah i uh for sure i was gonna say this isn't in our notes but um the snake river expedition opened up this past (laughs) (laughs) this past (laughs) week and and everything that you thought and loved and knew about that uh probably just throw that out of your head they have a little bit of work to reset that yourself and everything because it it seems like it's almost it's it's the boat ride um but it's Mm -hmm. it seems like it's kind of back to the corny jokes there's only a captain there's no there was no lot at least currently right now there was no live entertainment livey entertainment on the boat they don't like stop storyline there's a new storyline there's not as many there's no actors or things like that kind of thing so it's very dubbed down and i don't know if it was because it was like a budget cut or if that's what the way that they're wanting to go kind of thing and i'm i'm okay with it like i just like a boat ride around on the water and if they've got some some, ops. some interesting jokes feel free to yeah. give them a laugh to make the so, captain yeah, feel so, better you know <laughs> yeah because no, it, it it gets awkward when the whole boat is silent yeah but yeah. it uh i mean you and i wrote it and we we went in knowing that the storyline was different so we yeah. we knew kind of what to expect right but our captain was really good i don't know if he was reading from a script or not and i kind of hope not because it I mean, it would get a little old after a while, but he was really good and he was really funny and the jokes were delivered well. And I don't know, like you said, it was just a nice boat ride. But please, and you if can, you really love Snake River Expedition's previous story, I am so sorry, but go in with the correct expectations. Yeah, they still have all the cool stuff on the river. You know, they still, you know, all the all little the, moving animatronic thingies. Yeah, and they, the which is kind of weird, but they whatever. actually seem to be working really well. <laughs> we wrote. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So oh, it was cool, everything like that. But you know, just a side note. So, but speaking of new things opening up, uh, Kyle, uh, Kings Island is starting to open up their adventure port. Uh, you want to talk a little more about that? Yeah, it seems like the first wave of the new for 2023 expansion, um, adventure port, which replaced most of the Oktoberfest section of the park, um, opened up this past weekend. Um, so the addition brings two new rides to Kings Island, uh, Cargo Loco, which is a, um, spinning barrel flat ride made by Zimperla, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And a, uh, Zimperla Endeavor, which is kind of like a new age witch's wheel almost for lack of better yep, term. Yep. Um, yeah, called, exactly Soul Sp- what yeah, called Soul Spin. Um, and Cargo Loco opened up along with the kind of reimagined Adventure Express. Um, so that was pretty cool, but Soul Spin has yet to open. Looks very close to opening there. I know I saw them yeah. testing, I think, with water dummies or something. So I'm sure they're yeah, trying to get everything all state certified. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, everything, and Adventure Express has a lot of awesome new theming. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Everything, I, everything I've heard out of the new area itself is... Rave it just reviews, looks so good. But I think when you decide Express, to come up for you to check out whatever in that nighttime show and everything, 
um, I'm going to come down and I'll join you, Kyle. Okay. And cause I want to, I want to try all this stuff out and everything. Yeah. So I think I'm going to stop there on the way to coaster con at Dollywood for this sole purpose of checking out. Oh, Adventure you know what? Port. I guess I'm going to probably do that then too. <laughs> so yeah. I, don't, I mean, unless you're planning on driving straight by the park, you have uh, to pass no, it. I to would get definitely, to it's a nice little, you know, you can stretch your legs. You can, you know, use your Especially meal. Especially being that it's like rain. kind of halfway in between our house and, our houses yeah. and and yeah. Dollywood, but yeah, I don't. Know, it looks really cool, and I, I just love seeing an old Arrow Mine train get so much love because yeah. <laughs> that ride deserves it. Well, another thing too is Kings Island just keeps getting better and better every year that mm-hmm. you go to Kings Island. It, it's a better park than it was the year before, and yep. it would have been very easy for the park to say, "Hey, we're doing this whole new area." Um, we're not going to touch Adventure Express. It's fine the way it right. is. Like it would have been so easy to make that decision, but instead, and nobody would have complained. No, and nobody would have complained, and I don't even think anybody would have faulted them for it because it, it's been there. I mean, it's established, but instead, you know, the park said, "Hey, this is a ride that our fans adore. You know, it's it's so good. Why don't we just give it that extra little bit of TLC and just really elevate it to the next level?" And I think that's super cool. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm I'm so excited to see what they did, and I mean they they did this awesome like two day teaser campaign on on their Twitter like as uh, leading up to Adventure Express's reopening with you know this whole storyline and and then finally like a uh, get your passports out Adventure Express now boarding and it like like oh my god it feels like a new ride announcement like it was so cool. <laughs> So if you didn't see that, go back to Kings Island's Twitter from like last week this time and scroll through them because they're really they're cute and, and yeah. fun and I love that kind of stuff and I normally that's reserved for brand new rides and I look forward to seeing that kind of stuff when that thing over there starts getting teased. But the the, the Adventure Express stuff was really cool even though we already knew what it was going to be. Yeah. It was cool. And Carson I, Carson kind of touched on it too, but uh, with Memorial Day weekend is Kings Island's official kick off to the summer season and all of their entertainment offerings are now available every day. Mm-hmm. And they're open 10 to 10 every day. Yeah. So they got their fireworks show every day. And... Yeah. The, the drone and fireworks show, um, phantom yep. theater encore, my personal favorite. <laughs> yeah. I know you really like that. And you were kind of sad that you were going to miss it by what a week. Yeah. For I mean, that fun fireworks and 50 show too. I've talked about it time and time and time again yeah. was, so, it was good. so good. I mean that, that seems to me, you know, I live down here in Florida and I go to the Orlando parks all the time and I see all the fireworks and nighttime shows they do. You could throw that in this town and it would it would work great. I mean, that's how good it was. Wow. Uh, yeah. so if that's, this, a, that's that that's a really good way of putting it. If wow. this year's iteration is anything close to what it was last year, every yeah. single guest that walks through those gates is in for a real treat. I, I'm a little disappointed because when I went down there to see it with both of you guys, it was July 3rd or whatever, and the mm. park was just absolutely slammed. Yeah. And that was the only time I saw it. And because there were so many people there, and because people are people, <laughs> they were talking through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm not asking everybody to be quiet, but I couldn't hear the narration really that no. well or the music. So I feel like I didn't get the full effect of Fun Fireworks in 50. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping this. What are they calling it? Adventure awaits or something? Yeah, I don't. I don't know what it's called this year. I just know it has fireworks and drones. So I'm hoping it's a very similar show, and that I can kind of get the bet the real version and really enjoy it for what it was. Because you guys, 
I mean, Kyle, how many times did you see that show? A lot. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I, I did the <laughs> math every the single other... time you loved it. I did the math the other day um, from the time that Kings Island opened last year in 2022 to the time that I moved down here in July. And keep in mind, I live a good two and a half hours away from Kings Island. I went 22 times. Wow. I almost <laughs> wow. went more That's than probably more Point. than some of the parks you've been to in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> It is, awesome. it is that nighttime show is called Adventure Waits. Cool. Okay. Yeah. And it goes until September 3rd. So awesome. you got some time. But yeah, I can't wait awesome. for uh, wow, Soul Spin. Wow, September 3rd. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't wait for Soul Spin to open. I rode, I'm pretty sure it's the exact same model ride. I don't know what it's called, but it's at Kentucky Kingdom. Yep. I yeah. rode it on the Sunday of Coaster mm-hmm. Stock Weekend for the first time. And it was a lot of fun. It's going to fit in great to Kings Island's flat ride collection. Yeah. You know, looking at the ride, I was kind of afraid it was going to be a little too, like, pukey and nauseating and whatever but it was like i don't know like mm-hmm. i'm not gonna sit here and say it was the best ride in the world but it was just like oh that was kind of cute and fun no, and that. it looks great it's it's, and it's an interesting feeling ride but it like people are you know you, you if guys you've ridden the old paratrooper rides like a kennywood yeah. or, or or waldemere it feels like that but it just goes upside down <laughs> it's, it's like witch's wheel but it's very yeah, i mean aired and like if you didn't get sick cage. on if you didn't get sick yeah. on witch's wheel you're not going to get sick on this it's the same no feeling. definitely not i'm it's, excited it's 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 kind of a nice ride so i'm a, right. I'm, a I'm a big flat ride kind of guy so and it looks so good in that location it's yeah, so bright it really does it's, it's oh they can even tell there was a slingshot there before yeah how many times have we have i said the, the what Cedar Fair is doing with these immersive themed lands is just awesome. I love it yep. so much. So sure. Kings Island came out of absolutely nowhere and did a little something today, or maybe they haven't actually officially unveiled it, but it popped up on, I think, Facebook. Karsten, you want to talk about that? Yeah. Uh, just not a really quick... a lot, lot to talk about. But... Not, not a whole lot to talk about. Uh, yeah, so Kings Island seems to be, they wheeled out a brand new cart today. I think today, at least photos were starting to show up today on social media. But I, I don't says, I don't feel like that cart is actually within the boundaries of the regular park yet. I feel like it's still kind of behind the scenes. It is actually in front of um, right on the side of Flight of Fear. Oh, it so is it is it is in like plain view. Mm-hmm. OK, yep. is that state. like kind of it's kind of like where that beer cart is by Flight of Fear? Maybe it, it okay. looks like it was like over by maybe or is yeah, it closer to Orion. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> whatever. We're overanalyzing. <laughs> anyway, it's a uh, fast lane single use, and it looks like they're going. It says uh, "Wait less, ride more." That's I believe fast lane's like catch slogan. But mm-hmm. it looks like you'll be able to buy because it looks like there's a cash register that's like underneath this tarp. Um, like, and I don't know when they're going on on sale, but or they've for got, how much money? Right, single use fast lane. So. And they've got Orion on on the cart and also Flight of Fear. So I don't know how much. Yeah, like we said, we don't know how much money it's going to be for single use Fastlane. But are you guys for that? Do you guys? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I'm interested in it. I, I, I've seen it at Six Flags Parks for like $10 each. And it seems to work. And um, Busch Gardens slash SeaWorld Parks. Well, I don't know actually about SeaWorld. But I know Bush Gardens Williamsburg and Bush Gardens Tampa maybe do single use fast lane things for like five bucks or ten bucks. Yeah, and, and yeah. Disney I think that's does awesome. it too. Okay. I think it, I think it's all like Disney does I, that, right? Or they do, yeah. Disney does it. 
Th- this is not a completely new concept for Cedar Fair. I mean, think about back in the day when you used to play the Plinko games and you could win a one-time oh fast. Oh, my God, yes. Or, I mean, I've even seen it at King's Island over in between Diamondback the and the House. Spin the wheel. Um, yeah. So, it's in, obviously, with that, you know you're going to win a fast lane, but you don't know to what ride. Um, here, they're just kind of eliminating that game aspect, and you're just kind of paying. They give us 10 bucks, and you know what you're going to get. Yeah. Um, right. So, it's not. My question. Go ahead. My question question is 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 this because we know like how cedar fair likes to test things in in different parks and see how things work my question is is are they testing this possibly to roll out to other cedar fair parks and maybe the cedar point or something well i mean they could back in the day king's island was their tester park Mm -hmm. so i mean Fastlane did originate at king's island yeah i'm a little concerned if they do it at cedar point because I feel as long like as you don't Point's oversell it. lines, I feel like Cedar Point's fast lane lines are already a little long. I mean, I don't get fast lane, but like, well, you wait I haven't less. noticed it so you much this less. year. That's you know, yeah. I know, I know. Everyone wants to like pay like a hundred dollars and have like zero line, mm-hmm. but See, when the line is an hour long and you only have to wait like thirty or fifteen minutes instead of like an hour, I mean, you're still winning. I will say though, but I've I've never bought fast lane at Cedar Point, but. I've I've gotten it before. They used to do that promotion where if you renewed your pass, or um, yeah, you know I've 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 gotten Fastlane at Cedar Point before. And the one difference between Fastlane at Kings Island and Fastlane at Cedar Point is it works very well at Kings Island because I've bought it many 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 times at Kings mm-hmm. Island. They don't oversell it, and their lines at Kings Island are almost walk-ons. You might have to wait five minutes versus Cedar right. Point. Their Fastlane lines are not the best. I mean, that's not a knock at the park, but has to do yeah, with it's just, it's, where it's it merges just, and all that stuff. It's either, it's either the merge point or maybe it's just because like, you know, Kings Island for the, like if you look around, there's a lot more teens that mm-hmm. seem to be and more and not, and maybe less families per se. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why theater points able to sell it a lot easier. Yeah. Cause I mean, if you're coming from, you know, California or you're coming from Chicago or whatever you're, and you're automatically staying at breakers, you're like, well, I got to get fast lane so mm-hmm. I can get on all these coasters before we leave. Yeah. I'll know. be, I'll be very blunt about this topic. As long as they don't oversell it. And as long as it doesn't drastically affect the system that's already in place for the day guests that are paying sometimes a hundred plus dollars. I have no yeah, problem. 200, with it. 200 plus dollars. Yeah. Sometimes I have no yeah. problem with it whatsoever. Now, if it starts affecting that, yeah, maybe I have an issue with it. Yeah, I I can so, al- I can almost see. Sorry, Evan. I was just say I can almost see this being like Kings Island, like and like maybe smaller yeah. parks because teens will just be like, hey, ten bucks, hey, boom, right. let's, let's get on Orion. You know, what I mean, well, ten, fifteen, twenty. We don't know what the price, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think for this is this will be cool too for families that just you know. They can't get on Orion for whatever reason. They came to ride Orion, and the line's two hours. Then they come back, and it's broke. And now they they got the option of, hey, let's just shell out forty bucks for our family of four, mm-hmm. yeah. and we're all gonna just run up the fast lane. We're gonna be on and off of it in ten minutes. Well, think think yeah. about it this way too. You know, you it, when my family goes to Kings Island, right? If I want to get fast lane, not everybody in my family rides coasters. So right there. Right. Someone has to say with the person that doesn't ride. So then mm-hmm. instead of buying four, you're only buying two, but that's only helping two people here. It's kind of like, well, you know, it doesn't make sense for my situation to shell out for three full blown fast lane plus wristbands. 
but it might make perfect sense if you're at the park on a day and you've been pretty lucky with lines, you did your research, but you know, like you said, Evan, for whatever reason, Orion is just two hours long. Fork over the ten bucks, get on right away. Yeah. So I it's, yeah. I, I like it. I think I think it's gonna work at a park like Kings Island where the fast lane lines aren't already kind of on the longer side where they can tend to be already a little a little long at Cedar Point. So this might hurt Cedar Point, but we're Kings Island. If you're already walk with Fastlane already being a walk on, the they can only sell them so fast. Like the transaction takes yeah. a minute. So it's not at Kings Island, I feel like it's not gonna make a difference at Orion where a group of ten walks up, they're gonna get right on the ride. Yeah, and another so, thing to think about as well is those people are in that line once, not all day. Right. So, I'm also curious to see how much this actually goes for. Yeah. Like I said, I think even at, at, at Bush Gardens, Williamsburg, I think I've seen it for five bucks for Verbolton, which is like the longest line in the park. I think and, yeah. I think you could sell them at any price point up to about $15. After 15 I don't think it's going to be a viable product. Yeah. I don't – let me put it this way. They're not going to put it above six flags, and I did not see it above six, like fifteen bucks at mm. six flags. And I really want to say more like ten bucks because they don't want to be like, well, they're even more expensive than six flags. They don't <laughs> well, want that image. So hopefully they go on sale maybe tomorrow, and we can be like, yeah. oh, hey, look at that. <laughs> yeah. We'll revisit it. So <laughs> next week we'll be yeah. like, hey, by the way, they're ten ninety nine. <laughs> you <can> get them, <laughs> and if you have a if you have a prestige. <laughs> Prestige, prestige plus pass. pass or prestige pass you get like <laughs> you know a discount for six six ninety nine or if you have a gold pass you get it for seven oh, i could totally you know? see so. that like different price points for different <laughs> right? pass holders maybe i mean maybe. That, that's a that's a crazy way to cr- like if you you've got those teenagers that are not buying fast lane because you uh, you know the families are buying fast lane and people that want to ride easy revenue it's easy money that's easy. Like when mom, mom and dad give you know, you know the teenager group like fifty dollars or so each, and you know you got to spend twenty dollars on food or so, and yeah. then you've got an extra whatever. I mean, why not? It, it costs the park nothing. They're gonna make a couple grand on it a day max. I mean, yeah, Even but money. it's gonna enhance the guest experience, and that yeah. is huge. That goes yep. a long, long, long way. So. That wasn't supposed to be that long of a talking subject, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, some good, some good discussion there. Absolutely. Good stuff. All right. Well, that's going to round us out this week. Uh, like we said, thank you for tuning in. Uh, this is going to do it for season one of the rundown on fun. 34 episodes later, we're starting season two next week. We'll talk to you then. Yeah. So next week we'll uh, talk about some, coaster mania maybe we'll have some news on what the single use fast lane really wound up being and yeah can ex- I'm, I'm super excited uh to check out season two and can't wait to talk to you guys at coaster mania all right that's gonna do it take it away justin thank you for listening to the rundown on fun be sure to follow us on social media to stay up to date on all things cedar fair As always, be kind to your ride operators, and we will see you on the Midway. Good night.